for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good morning to you, and welcome to another Coffee Club Wednesday. What is today's date? December 16th, 2020. Are we ever going to get through this year? Well, we got about 15 more days to go. Looks like we got a whole crew here in front of me, from my left to my right, and all sides of me. We might as well start downstairs, because that's as far as I can look right now. Jenny, how are you doing from the office? Oh, I'm good. I'm hoping all of my Christmas gifts that I've ordered online come, or I'm going to be on the hit list. Oh, yeah, I've got a problem with package that I mailed out uh, last week, um, hoping that it would be in time for somebody's birthday. And who knows? Um, there was something on the news yesterday about the post office with long delays and all kind of problems. Never mind that's my phone doing some kind of beeps. I think it's hooked to Pam in the hospital there in Kansas City and giving her those tests she's doing. Who knows? So, well, but, as glad as I am that they're releasing the vaccine, they picked 
kind of a bad time to be having to use UPS and FedEx and places like that because that's going to make delays for other things, I'm sure. Well, this package I mailed on Friday and I paid for two-day delivery. Now they say it's delayed, but it's at its other transit point. It gets a little bit farther each day, but I wonder, can you get a refund from the post office or if they say that's an act of God? I don't know. Well, let's just pull in Chris and Dave and just ask them. Am I eligible for a refund, Chris? Uh, you should be. Well, I don't know. Um, I called yesterday, and they said I asked some questions, and I don't know about that, but they said that we have to wait to file an insurance claim if we have to do that till the 26th. And by the way, I got another update this morning, which says the package was on its on its way to another not um, another transit, whatever. All that. Well, you can look at the update, but I saw that this morning. So wherever it's in between, and who knows how the snowstorm will. Yeah, we're supposed to get. What'd they say, Dave, last 12 to 24? Yep. Oh, my. My, my, my. That's and a lot of snow. We're in the worst part of it, they say, so we are liable to get buried. I think we're only going to get an inch or two here. Maybe we didn't get any. I don't know. We'll send it uh, your way. N- uh, no, thanks. No, I don't want 24 inches of snow. <laughs> I don't either. I was asking you, do you think it... Uh, do you think it'll do you think it'll cut down the virus or cases? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I, you know, people may get stuck places, people may uh, who knows. Who knows. So we're not smart enough to figure that out, but everything else going all right, Chris and Dave? Yeah. Good. As far as I know. As far as we know too. Um We'll talk about what tomorrow means just a little bit later. Let's see. Let's go to Albany, New York, where Jeff is standing by. Well, we're not going to get as much snow as um, as uh, Chris and Dave. And yesterday, they weren't really sure what they were getting. Uh, we're doing here good here. I don't like snow, but I can't change that. Maybe 6 to 12 inches, if that. The further north you are, the better off you are. So, like, the Adirondacks, is not, are, the people up there aren't going to get as much snow. Uh, that's the way the northeast is Easter is running here. But we can't change it, as I said before, and it's not even 20 degrees here. I think it's about 18 degrees right now. Um, but uh, this, too, shall pass, Bill. But I'm doing very well, and everyone in my family is doing well. Very, very good. Let's see. Is our friend Jr. did he just sign in? Is his... He is here, and he's not muted. Go ahead, Jr. Uh, I should be here, and hopefully I have audio. You do. You, sound you do. Good. Oh, good. Okay. Well, sorry about this. I'm... Uh... Just, uh, you know, it's it's so cold up here. It's, uh, I think, 15 degrees or something close to that, 15 or 18. Um, and, you know, just to, just to show you how different different TV stations are, uh, I don't know. I was watching Channel 6 this morning, Jeff, and they're saying 10 to 15 inches of snow around here. So, and I'm sure Jeff was probably watching, what, Channel 10? No, I watched 13. Oh, 13. Um, okay. The- so Neil Astano and Paul Cayarno were saying 6 to 12 inches. So I don't know. It's, it's anybody's guess. 
Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. They're all well looking at the same radar, the same weather maps, and everything. But you know, I guess it depends on who how they're determining it. And uh, you know, I don't know. Either way, one way or another, I'll be out there shoveling it and uh, getting rid of it. I mean, I could take the chance and snow blow it, but you know, that might be a little bit of uh, of a challenge. Get your son to come over and use the snowblower for you. Nah. <laughs> He's probably going to come home, come over and take the snowblower so he can do his house. Well, After he does yours. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. The, the other thing is, I think these TV stations try to outdo each other on the number of inches sometimes, especially in a storm. They get more ratings. Ah. This area uh, is a very hard area to predict. And... Uh, I've heard that from multiple people. It's just it's it's, uh, it's a tough area to predict how much snow you're going to get. I want the problem we've got with the Florida house. I just got to know they're going to turn on the sprinklers uh, to water the lawn. <laughs> That's the problem I want. We don't want uh, sprinkles on now. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wouldn't 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 be so good. So why are they turning on sprinklers when you guys have to pay the expensive water bill, don't you? Well, we don't really like turning on the sprinklers, but they make us run it for a little bit each week to keep, because this is the dry season for Florida between November and May. It's not the rainy season, and they want the lawns kept up to a certain standard. Hey, they look good to me. Well, you know, you know, and then if they die, then then when it, when it is time for the lawns to grow again, they're not going to grow again properly if they're not kept up to date, up to up to standards. Uh, Jr. That's the problem with lawns. Yeah. So there you go. Well, let's go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's uh, warmer than what you guys have. I think it's twenty four, which isn't too bad. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it's actually been a pretty nice winter here. No snow now for the last month or so to speak of, and uh, I'm glad. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't enjoy snow at all. But, uh, you just live in the yeah. wrong place for that, Tim. <laughs> yeah, and I should announce that I am taking tomorrow off, well, tomorrow morning, I am doing my night show with the top 10 from 1979 but um, I will not also I'm also taking Christmas Eve Christmas Day and the next week mm. off so and then he's trying to negotiate a new contract what's a raise yeah. that's what he's yeah, trying well, to do well that too we don't think we're going to do is raise the height of your chair Tim right that's what he's trying to do is negotiate a new contract 50 bucks yeah. an hour right Tim Oh, yeah, at least. At least. At least. So he's trying to negotiate a new contract. I think, Tim, I think this is the first time you've had it. You've taken that well, that much time off. You don't really don't take a lot of time off under... Uh, round convention oh. time. Yeah, I usually take sort of, but but I didn't even take the whole week off this time. I took, what, three days or something yeah. like that. You know, outside of missing for... Some meetings. I don't think I've taken any time off this year at all. I don't think I have, except for when I've had to go to meetings. Maybe I need to be doing that. Hmm. My listeners would really, yeah. 
uh, so those big contract meetings are coming up, Bill. That right. Probably. So I'm going to have to negotiate one for myself, too, I think. All right. Have we gotten through everybody on the panel? I believe so. Um, so we'll go to Tim, some. To but to before JR. we go to the phones, Jeff, I need to make apologies to Joe and Ellen. I've tried sending you links yesterday, but I'm not sure your email. Things kept bouncing back. So I was unable to do your email. And if you had a Gmail, and I can't remember if you did. That could have been part of the problem. But I kept trying to send you links, and I couldn't do it. All right, let's go to the phone, okay. Jeff. Well, the first one we have is Joe out in Albuquerque. And please unmute yourself, and then Bill will be up next. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, this is Joe here. It's 21 degrees, clear skies, up to 43, and 21 tonight. Maybe, Bill, I can send you an, an email from my computer with with our two email. Yeah, so I, I, I just couldn't. It will not go through to Ellen's email. for it. And I don't know if she has a Gmail address. Yes, she does. Oh, that's why. Gmail was down yesterday. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was down nationwide. Wow. Yeah, that's probably why. We'll try it again today. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Today. Yeah, but that that's part of the problem. Gmail was down yesterday. I thought, well, she sent it to me. Why can't I send it back to her? So. Yeah, that's strange. Started, yeah, Gmail, it was a total. For two days, Google's had problems with Gmail. So, and I wonder why there's so many it's such a big service so and it doesn't happen that often because, no I mean, it doesn't and it's free i mean you know they're not charging for it i never noticed it was down yeah they've made the nationwide or national news it, i knew it was down because all my messages to the groups uh, that i belong to blind hams and my alumni group use uh use uh groups.io and they all go to my gmail account and that wasn't working right and then i got a message from groups.io Telling me that my mail emails were bouncing, and so I had to, uh, uh, I had to re-enable my subscriptions. The link you got to click on, which I did. Right, which is a very easy thing to do if you get that. So, and it will happen from time to time with email and servers and this, that, and the other. Uh, it'll happen. So, but yeah, Joe, that's <laughs> I tried. Okay, now we got the <laughs> oh, two or three times well, yesterday. So that's why we we couldn't do Gmail yesterday. So, oh yeah. So it happens from time to time, and so you just live with it in this day and age. Anything else going on, Joe? Not too much. I'm waiting for. I'm going to have a Geek Squad agent come over. He's going to install a camera. I, I bought the cheapest camera I could buy for forty dollars, and he's going to come with it and install it. And the great thing, a lot of people don't know that the Geek Squad agent he only charges fifty-three dollars for a visit on the uh, on the tech plan. For and I, we get we get we get great service from a Geek Squad agent. Slash Best Buy, and uh, we uh, uh, 
uh, bought a microphone last week, so now I'm getting more professional at a microphone sitting here at my computer camera, and we updated JAWS from 2020 to 2021 I mean, at actually no charge because that, that goes through March. So, What does it cost and to he, have the geek plan a year? Or do you pay uh, it by the... Do you pay it by the month or do you pay it by the year? Pay it by the year. And how expensive is it to have the Geek Squad? I mean, how expensive is the plan? The, the plan is once a year. You can actually do one year or two years, but now, now it's down to uh, $101 a year for the just for the... Uh, the uh, tech support, and then after that, now when 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 they come out, it, it it's it's fifty three dollars each time. Now it, it was about one hundred ninety eight dollars for the initial tech support at first, but for some reason they only on my uh, credit card once a year they they actually notify me that that time is up, and once a year, bang, one hundred one dollars comes out of my card <laughs> well that's a good thing i mean what would you pay if you didn't have the if you didn't it, have the plan each visit do you know would it be more expensive it, it sure would it would be about, it would be about 198 dollars per visit oh no thank you so if, if, <laughs> if, exactly if there's things so you can't do yourself that's a good idea if there's things that you just can't do yourself then then that's 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 a good way to go and oh, sometimes sure. when you can do it yourself you need their help so oh why the, why did you that. buy the webcam joe i'm just curious um we do we do a lot of zoom meetings and and uh poetry and we have on, on 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 the microphone, so people say they they can hear me, but they can't see me. They they want to see my face on the, these poetry conferences because we are with we we are with sighted people. <laughs> and there used to be an old adage years ago: children should be seen and not heard. Uh, now we got. Yeah, zooming along, we we are active in the Albuquerque Chapter Poetry Society, and t tonight we 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 have an open mic. Now there there's another one that meets every Wednesday. That's that's part of ACB Community Call. We haven't been on that one for some time. We'll probably go back in January. Open mic every every Wednesday, and uh, it comes from. Uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, by the name of Greg, and that's that's a, that's actually kind of fun. Now, in that case, with with mostly blind people on that on that open mic, most of their videos would be on. So, some would, and I don't I don't mean that as a stereotype per se, but it's 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 just the way it's just the way that it is. So this this is why I'm, I'm producing. A webcam just just to be up there because you never know what else is, is, is going to happen once, well joe all once. i'm going to say is i'm proud of you you updated oh, your oh, jaws you. got your zoom and now you get a microphone in. 
we'll get you your links, okay? And you'll oh, yeah, be sure good. enough. All right. Well, thanks, Joe. Let's see. Thank you, Who's, sir. Oh, Bill's next. Yeah, Bill, oh, I'm yeah. Chicago. Uh, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's about thirty, about 32 degrees here, no snow. And we're not supposed to get any snow. If we do, we might get some light, light dusting tonight. And you guys just don't live right out east. That's the problem. Yeah, you got to get all that snow out there. It's about and, to be a big problem here. Yeah, yeah I know. I know, because they had a big snowstorm in the Appalachians, what was Monday, up in West Virginia that I heard in that area. They got about a foot of snow. Well, Bill, see, you've right. banned everybody there, and nobody can come in or out, so the snow can't come well, in. Well, yeah, right. Well, that's right. We banned everything with the, right. with the virus. You can't. Right, you so can you can't in, come you in and get that snow. So, you know, so, so did we, but it's days. not stopping the snow. Oh. oh, well, you're, just, you're not doing it right or something. I guess, because you know? they're saying 12 to 24 here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard that. <laughs> and you're supposed to get snow down there, too, aren't you, Bill? Oh, I was supposed to have a little bit. I may have snowed overnight. I didn't watch any local TV. I just got up, had my coffee, and come right upstairs. No, because I know, I know it snowed this morning in Kankakee. In Kankakee, usually the snow's there. Usually it swipes across. Indiana there, central Indiana there, too. So we'll see. We we will see. Anything else going on, Bill? Uh, not too much. I, I was going to tell Jeff. I didn't know how to get in contact with him. But he might want to, if he likes to listen, um, you have to listen almost the whole show. There's a old-time radio show here on the Saturdays called Those Were the Days. Been on for 50 years. But he now, you can catch the show's at night, uh, from midnight Monday all through to the next Monday, they repeat the shows on a website, NostalgiaDigest.com, and you go to click on those. But they played a suspense show Saturday from WROW in New York, and they did a lot of local stuff on it, you know, because it said that that station uh, served... Albany is Connecticut. Yep, 590 WRW. And Bill, right. you can't believe how many old radio shows come from that particular radio station. There's, there's someone oh, out there who at the time recorded quite a bit of them. And what, right. what, what, who's the name of the host that does the show? Uh, the guy now is Steve Darnell. Okay. He used to be Chuck Shaden years ago. And he retired about 10 years ago. Right. But, you know, he started back in 1970 on a little station in Evanston that I live along near the lake, so... If you if I draw a straight line north from my house, I'd be three miles out into the lake. So I um, so his signal would come right down, and we could pick it up because it was a little weak. I don't know at a ten thousand watt station in Evanston when he started WL I think it was WLTD or something like that. But then, then he advanced all the other stuff. Now he's on, well now he's on a the uh, College to Page station, uh, which is an FM station, but. He gets he gets stuff all over the world. In fact, the guy does um, talks all over the. Uh, he, in fact, he's doing a talk. I think it's next week in England over the Zoom about old time radio, and he does them in all over the United States, and he goes all, all over the place with Zoom now. Who was so the it, DJ though back in uh, from WROW? They didn't have DJ. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. But I mean, they didn't have them. They were they were a beautiful music station or an easy, even back in the early days. They, right. And they, 
So they had radio announcers, but they didn't. I don't think they called it like the Bill Krill, the, like the Bill Someone Show or this show yeah. like that. They were, they yeah, were kind of. This was. I think this this show was from nineteen fifty nine. I think the yeah. suspense show, right? Yeah, they were owned but, by Capital City Broad uh, Capital City Broadcasting at that time. Jr. They they right. they were much like WPAT in New York, which is owned by the same company, and they. They they had radio announcers, but they didn't promote themselves as as the so and so show at that time. Oh, also yeah, another think, thing. I think now they're owned by Town Town Square Media. Good lord. Also, also another real quick thing. Uh, I know Jerry down in Indiana, Pennsylvania. I know he likes old time radio shows. I guess because he likes Johnny Dollar. No, well, anyways, Christmas Eve. Uh, WGN. I'm not sure of the time yet, but I know. Uh, an old an old guy used to be on. He's dead now. Roy Leonard. They're going to replay one of his Christmas shows, whatever it is. But for 27 hours, which is uh, Bill's great friend on old time radio, he knows who I mean. He's going to do 27 hours of old time radio Christmas shows through Christmas Eve and Christmas Day on WGN. Carl Amari. Yeah, that's good. You know. You know what I mean, Bill. Oh yeah. That speaking <laughs> of can't. which, speaking of which, the legend. I just spoke to a guy this week, and we just set it up. We'll be doing a new old time radio show. We'll be live. We'll be, you know, presented live. A lot of information about the old time shows, and it'll be right on after the gospel show every Sunday morning, ten o'clock oh, okay. Eastern, nine o'clock Central, and you'll have two hours worth of old time radio every week. New shows. So, but no, I, I know Jerry likes to listen to Johnny Dollar. And then, but anyway, yeah. they're gonna. I thought I'd just mention it because I know he he might not be a pull WGN in, but I don't know if he can get it on the computer. He can. He can, he can get so, it on his. Well, he doesn't have a computer, but he has a, huh. a Google Home or Mini or whatever. Oh, you, you can get it on that too. You just just tell it to say play WGN seven twenty on. Um, iTunes, it'll come in. Oh, yeah, but I get yeah. on my Google yeah. Lady A, too. So. And that Johnny Dollar and Suspense on CBS were the last old-time radio shows both going off the air. Well, it was 1962, Jeff. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. They went off then. Right. The first guy that played Johnny Dollar was the best one, though. I um, spoke to him on the telephone. Bob Bailey? Of and, uh, yeah, he played... Yeah, he, was the, he was the best one. And he called in the Social Security office one time, and his wife were very, very nice people. And they even sent me not a... Of course, you weren't allowed to take things for the government, but I think they sent me a picture or something. And I had to post it at my work desk. I can't remember, but it was, it was something like that. All right, Bill, you'll be back. I know you will. Uh, oh, yeah, who's next? Yeah. Who's next, Jeff? Okay, Fran, would you unmute yourself? And then we got um, Beth and okay. then Gary. Okay. Here I am. Can there, you, there she comes. Go ahead. Um, <coughs> oh, okay. Um, good morning, everybody. Um, we're doing okay here. It's cold, but not as cold as it is where some of the rest of you are, and we don't get snow. But uh, we're very seldom. We got snow one time, and... Gary came in and said, you got to come outside. It's snowing. Because it's unusual for me as a California girl. So uh, by the time I got up, got dressed, went outside, it had stopped. So anyway, um, 
I was going to ask about somebody had demonstrated um, it wasn't Chris and Dave but it was on here uh, a keyboard that you can use on your phone that you just that you just use braille um, oh yeah they called the Orbit Rider. Yeah, Orbit Rider. The Orbit Rider. I think Dave. I think Dave and Chris did a demonstration of that. Was, uh, uh, no, Doug we did, have but... not because Doug came on and did it. Oh, Doug that's right. Did it. Yeah, Doug did it. The Orbit Rider. So yeah, okay. But what was it called again? Orbit. Orbit Rider. And um, I remember it was AT guys that I think he said that. Yeah, ninety nine dollars. Okay, that's not bad at all. Ninety nine yeah, dollars. It works with your I iPhone am, quite well. What's that? It works with your iPhone quite well. Oh, good, because I am one of these people that is not good with the oh, keyboard on the iPhone. Like, uh, I can do numbers and stuff like that, but if I'm trying to write a text, I've always got to use my Bluetooth keyboard, and it's big and clunky. And uh, so I need something small that I can use, and you know. Well, there's your ticket right there. All right, sounds there great. Is your ticket? We're going to be doing a demo in a few minutes of a, well, partially demo a demonstration, a live one of a my Android phone experience, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how to dictate into the phone because I'm not the world's greatest typer. So you'll be seeing that in a few minutes here. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, oh, no. Gary types on the thing, you know, like crazy, and I'm like, ah, I wish I could do that. My problem is but. I can type, but then I can't spell. So there you go. Oh, I'm not a good, I'm uh, not a good speller either. There you I'm go. So I got check. a couple He's, things. <laughs> Gary's my personal spell checker. Yeah. And if Jenny can hear me, she's she's good at that spell checking too. So yeah. So, but I'm not a good speller. So I don't think Dave is either. Are you, Dave? If he's still there, not too bad, but bad enough. <laughs> yeah. Problem is, I spell a lot of things the way they sound. Yeah. Which is not. Well, <laughs> that's probably a whole another discussion for a whole another day right. as to why that is. But the Orbit Rider will be just the ticket for you to okay. be able to do that. And it's small. It'll go right in your purse or pocket or around your neck. Yeah, I heard or, they had a case for or that you could put your iPhone and your um, and the Orbit Rider in or something like that. Probably. I'll check with them. Probably so, but um, AT guys, we're going to give them the uh, our endorsement right here. Because if you want good service and you want to chimp promptly, you will go with the AT guys. And okay. Yeah. Don't go to these other places. I talked about it last week, and I sincerely mean it. These places. Yeah. That aren't, no, I've, I've I've had some pretty bad experiences with some of the. And right. I won't mention. Who, right, but so with some of the um, people be, that sell, you know, the vendors or the people that sell products for the blind. Right, right. Um, yeah, just because um, they say they're serving the blind. Things not working, things being overpriced. You know, right. So. so there you go. But anything else going on? Are you still burning stuff? 
Um, well, I haven't been cooking. Last week I had uh, a stomach issue, so mm. I hadn't wanted to eat much except soup. And so I haven't burned anything lately. But uh, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna try to do. Hopefully, it'll work. Is if something says that it's supposed to be cooked at four, you know, four hundred for. Uh, a certain amount of time, I might either decrease the time or set it on 350. Yeah, just just maybe compromise it, 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 and back it off. And look at it. Take it out if you can. Open yeah, up that yeah. thing and it'll pick That's right back do. up. I, the package directions don't mean anything with this because most of the package directions are telling me, you know, to do it like those sausage rolls I was making. They're frozen, but still it shouldn't take them an hour. But no. um, so I did less, and I still burned them. But I'm going to try them again. So I'm yeah. going to get it right. <laughs> yes, you are. You're going to get it right. Well, yep. We better go. We'll move on, but we'll be. You'll be oh, yeah. back. Oh yeah, you got other you. people. Okay. All right. Who's the next? Okay, we have okay. Beth, followed by Gary, and okay. then Julie McCullough. All right. Let's go, Beth. How are you, Beth? Go oh, ahead, I'm- Beth. I'm doing pretty good. Am I sounding okay? Yes. Oh, great. I wanted my because I worry about the internet connection sometimes. But um, things are going okay with me this week, thank goodness. And you know, I've been I've just been doing some constructive things because I've been worried about everything that's been happening with Gail. I've been worried about certain things with the COVID. I've been working on knitting hats, doing the loom knitting, and I'm just having the best time with that. Just keeps me going because sometimes I'll end up selling those hats, and I'm really feeling good about something this week though because I did talk to Gail yesterday, and she was telling me that she's getting closer now to where she'll be able to go home, and I'm thinking, yep, that's right. Cooperate with them, and then eventually you'll be able to go home. And I'm just so happy. I told her I was really happy for her about that. Yeah, she needs to be back home and make requests and do that good kind of stuff and be able to call in and talk to you guys i'm sure this is doing that (laughs) yeah yeah this is a bad time to be in a facility like that especially when you can't see people and you're there and you know you're you're away from what you know and she's been gone over a month and yeah, oof! I don't know that I could stand it. Well, I, I'm not going to say she could stand it because she is. I, I know that she's been frustrated about, it and I sure don't blame her. <laughs> well, the main thing is that she's on the on the right road, and and I think a few weeks ago I was having for maybe some issues with my blood sugar, so I made a few changes and made some things because I want to stay at home. I don't want trouble so sometimes you just got to adjust and do what you got to do right that's exactly right and i i feel good when i can if she asks me certain questions i feel really good being able to answer her being able to educate her the best that i know how and and you know i've got other people telling me you're doing exactly what you need to do and that's a that's a good feeling right there oh very good and that 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 works real real good you do that keep it going and keep a good positive feeling and do those things and sell a million of them you know what i mean 
So just keep busy, and we'll be back next week, and you'll tell us what you're going to be doing for Christmas, and that'll be a good thing. That'll be awesome. (laughs) Well, be safe, okay? All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Gary, can you unmute yourself, please? Well, hey, everybody, and uh, you were talking about WROW earlier. I remember when I was a kid, we went to Albany to visit my father's relatives. I remember hearing them, uh, them and TRY and R were the three I remember hearing. And I know there were some other ones I heard there, but I don't remember now. There's something on 60 or 50 there, I think. Well, you had WPTR on 1540 and WGY on 810 and WRW on 590. And yeah, WOKO on 1460 and WABY on 1400. So they, I don't know when you went to Albany. Was that back well, in the 60s? It was 64 right there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but uh, the I used to like listening to ROW because they were, it was a, kind of funny to hear CBS News and Reverb <laughs> uh, with the oldies form. <laughs> That's pretty and good. Maybe I'm just easily amused, possibly, but. Uh, you know, it was kind of interesting to hear that. But alas, those days are gone. They've geofenced themselves. So, uh, so anything else going on in Austin? Are you? Oh, not really. Just uh, trying to, you know, uh, plow till the plow through the holiday season. And are you hanging stuff. out with Sean at Sean's bar? <laughs> I don't think he'd let me in. Oh, okay. I might out drink. I might out drink him or something. Right, you might do something like that, but Sean in his famous bar must not be too far from his house. Okay. Yeah, it's near, pretty near where he lives. He and I live about five or six miles. Oh. And, and you've actually show. met each other a few times, right? Yeah, I met him. I, I don't, I, I don't really know him very well, but yeah, we met. We have met. But didn't met one day you guys 90s, get into a actually. party situation here several months ago back? Uh, I think he was partying. Um, hey, he was partying and you were watching? Yeah. I was watching. No, I wasn't there, so oh. I can't say what he did or didn't do. <laughs> oh. Well, he's he's built up quite a reputation for himself. If I'd have been there, I'd have been partying. Oh, okay. My phone but, is partying here in the background. but I know. I can hear it. It's uh, Yeah. Um, tell us to turn it down. It might complain. Somebody might complain. Yeah, People they complain these days. They might let them complain. And yeah, that's what I say. I can. Uh, we'll set I can it, ignore them just as easily as not. No, we'll set it for a recount. Maybe it'll take three or four times, and then I might consider it. How about that? You know. So <laughs> then I I might do that. But I'm getting ready to use this one for a demo here, and and I made a settings change last night, and it set off these things that I'm not sure what it is. So. It happens. Oh, yeah. It's what we call live radio. I wish I could justify. Wish I could justify owning an Android and an iPhone just so I could learn the system. Yeah. Well, That's we'll cool. talk about it on the demo in a few yeah. minutes, but I did it because yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing. my other phone was acting up and I knew I needed a new phone. So I thought, well, I can still keep my old phone and put it in a mode or. You know, where I don't have to pay for two lines. So, you know, so we'll see how this all comes out. But you'll hear more yeah. about that story in just a I'm little bit. To, 
follow the progress. Right. Well, there may be no progress, but we'll see. I think I've made some. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you know, or a lack of progress. There's lack of. Oh, something. another thing about old time radio is nobody ever runs Theater Five, which was when I was a kid. We do. I used to listen to that show. We do. I've never heard it. Oh, really? Yes, hmm. we do. We run Theater Five. We've got the complete collection right here. Oh wow! Wow. I did not know that. We I do. Used to, let's say I've not heard it in 50, 60, well, since the early 60s, I guess. Yeah, we've got the 8 or 5. Or mid-60s. Yep. Huh, cool. Yep. We do, we do, we do. Well, right. we'll take one more caller, and we'll come back, Gary, and you ask questions about this Android phone. All right. Okay, Jeff, we have We've got, uh, let's see here. We got Julia McCullough and we got Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Uh, Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? She's coming. All right. Am I here? Yes, yes, you are. All right. Great. Well, at this time of year, I put on a different personality and I become Requesta Carol. And. I haven't been out to able to go out and visit people in person, so normally I just call out of town people on the phone. But now I'm probably having to call most everybody on the phone yeah. because of COVID um, to do it. And I need help. I am going to show extreme ignorance. I don't shop on Amazon very often. It's probably been many years since I've done it. Um, I just, you know, get the Kindle books, which, of course, come on my phone. And now I'm needing to do some shopping, and I'm wanting to get some of it sent to their addresses to make things faster. Um, Somehow, I well, in the beginning, somehow I looked at my account, and for some reason my apartment number wasn't in there. And I went to change it, and that was... an not a good experience. I called the disability hotline and they helped me do it. Um, it gives you an opportunity to give a different billing address, but I don't see where you can give a different billing address. You could do it at checkout time when you check out your uh, there's an option to, to do it at, at the checkout point. That's where I've done it before. Chris, maybe you know better than uh, I do. No, that that's true. Uh, just You just have to really, really watch for use this shipping address, and you just say no, and then it'll say it'll give you an opportunity to add it. But Okay, I didn't see a place to check, you know, to... to you have to put it in your cart. And check out, and mm-hmm. it'll show you the billing address. Well, it, it'll come up shipping and billing, and so you just have to you just have to find it. And I don't remember actually if it's before the billing address or after. Just don't hit submit order till you find it, and you'll be okay. You, it's after the billing address. Okay, because okay, I okay because I didn't find a place to be able to check. No, or anything like that. Well, it it may not be a checkbox. I I can't remember exactly because I'm not sitting here in front of it. But it's obvious where to do it. It's either a checkbox or a use different address, use different shipping address link or something that's obvious. Okay, because I'll look again because I did not see anything that looked real obvious. (laughs) 
Um, so thank you. Well, the other thing is, she can call that disability. Yeah, I I may need to to call upon them again. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. You can also utilize technology. I mean, you got Ira. You got Be My Eyes. Yeah. Yes. I'll I'll try one of those if I don't find it next time around. Thank you. I know they'll give you help. Isn't, isn't Ira having a thing now where they'll help you do your online shopping and not as part of your plan or something where they don't charge you Christmas shopping? I thought I saw read something about that, Jennifer. You, 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 I don't remember. That was, I think I got that about a week ago or so. I remember that. So. Do you want me to get Jerry Bill? Bill? Yes. Okay. All right, Jerry out there in Indiana, okay. Pennsylvania, the home of the actor Jimmy Stewart. Can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, good morning, everybody. It's 28 degrees, and we are anticipating the blizzard to come or the snow to come. And uh, Chris, you'll have snow for your birthday tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we had planned on ordering and getting something delivered for lunch tomorrow, but I don't think we're going to be doing that well uh anyway we know you we know you have a great day and you might be hearing from us in one form or another uh but uh, we'll see what happens anyway judy and i are doing fine uh bob bailey's our favorite johnny dollar too all the rest are okay but uh that's neat bill that you got to talk to yes, him I one talk- and, yeah and uh very heartwarming i don't know when it's on uh Radio Classics, Channel 148, but they'll be wall-to-wall Christmas uh, starting Monday, uh, the 22nd. And they will have the Nick Sheeran matter at some point, and that's a very heartwarming five-part Johnny Dollar. Oh, I remember that one. Yep. I remember that one. And like I said, Jerry, we've got a new show coming to the legend. And I forget the name of the old-time radio show, but... A guy does a real great job on it, so that'll okay. be good. That's just another form of it. Okay, another phone number. All right. No, not no. It'll be the same phone number. You won't have to change anything. Okay. Won't have to change anything. You just listen. All right. That's all you have Very to good. do. Very good. All right. Thank you, Thank Jerry. You, Jerry. We're all caught up, Bill. Okay, we're all caught up. Well, you know, Jeff, while we're while we've got a little bit of a lull here, if anybody doesn't mind, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with iPhone to an Android and what made me do it and why I did it. And I hope this doesn't bore too many people, but I was down in Florida and my iPhone 10 was acting up. I mean, big time. And I owned it outright. And I think I paid about $1,000 for that telephone. So I just said, well, I've got to do something. I've got to be able to hear people on my phone calls. So I went and I'd done some research and I thought, I can get an iPhone 12. I could get an iPhone 12 Pro or the Max or whatever, but that's going to cost me 
X numbers of dollars. And I said, so I did some research online and I decided if I'm going to go Android and learn the system, then I think based upon past reputation, I'll go with the Samsung phone. So I, nice warm day down there and I go trucking to the Verizon store thinking, oh, there'll be a lot of help. I was so wrong. The prices were about two to three hundred dollars higher than than what they talked about on line and they just didn't want to help me. Well, we're not gonna get phones in for whatever and whatever Christmas or after Christmas. So I said, This is not the place for me. I'm not getting good vibes here. So I went to Best Buys and I usually and I went there and I explained what I wanted. And they said, well, we're going to take you over to the phone department. So there was a very patient gentleman who <clears throat> showed me the phone, COVID and all, and took the time to put the speech on the phone and, you know, gave me a few pointers and took all that time and copied my contacts over from the iPhone, my iPhone, to the new Samsung S20 FE. So I thought, wow, this is great. So I got home. I didn't know anything about it. But instead of the, the bottom of an iPhone, it has what is called a lightning port, where these have what is called a USB-C, and I think maybe Chris's new iPad does too. So I got this Samsung phone. I said, wow, wow, it sounds good. And it, it's been a process because I had certain things. I had some high expectations that I expected this phone to be able to do for me to continue to be able to do it. So two weeks ago, I'm to the point now, I transferred my old phone number to it. And as I say, that's what I'm doing now. So I've got here the Samsung in front of me, and I'm going to turn the volume up. It's been beeping here for the past half hour. And the first thing I see on my screen is it tells me accessibility volume is 65%. Current location, Indianapolis. Current temperature, 28 degrees. Fog, weather, last updated December 16th at 11 a.m. Update weather button. So I'm going to tap a button, and this maybe is going to update weather. And let's see what happens here. Search. Google search. Google search. Voice search. Google Google search. Search. Update weather button. Current location, Indianapolis. Current temperature, 28 degrees. Cloudy weather. Last updated December 16th, 9.54 a.m. Double tap to activate. So we know it's cloudy and it's 28 degrees or whatever. So that's one of the first things on my screen. I I think one of the biggest differences I found out about a... Samsung phone was the fact that the home and the back buttons are always in the back. Now they're virtual. They're not, you know, like the new iPhones. 
they they are virtual. They're they're right at the bottom here. Hey, internet. Custom actions, messages, phone, internet, home button. Very Double tap to a, activate. A home button and, and back button. And a back Double button. Tap so to activate. Double tap if I ever get press. in trouble, I can always hit that back button. <coughs> Excuse me, know where where I'm at. I can hit that back button or I can hit the home button to go to the home screen from no matter where I'm at. So I got this phone and I thought, now I've got to be able to play my radio stations. If I can't do that, then this thing is going to have to go back. So on the side of this phone is a, there are three buttons. I, I got a new case is at the very bottom is what is called a Bigsby button. It's a <coughs> part of Samsung, which uh, it's, it's a part of the speech program. So I can hold it down and say, for example, and let's see if this works, play CNN from TuneIn Radio. Now please work. Playing CNN. Or if I want more volume, and I don't think it's getting enough volume, I can go. Hey, Google. Increase volume. Showing items 1 to 3 of 11. Show Google sure. Showing items 1 to 2 of 13. Don't watch. Right now, switch to T-Mobile to get four lines of unlimited with T-Vision Live TV included. Just 40 bucks per line. Visit and so... On this phone or on this big speed button, I can also play iHeart radio stations. I can play radio.com. I can play most any radio station. It's not quite, I don't think, as good as what you would do with a, you know, Google device where you would say, hey, you know, who play, whatever the case may be. But there's several things about the Bigsby button that makes this phone a little bit easier to use. I can say, what time is it? It's 9.58 a.m. Let me see here. What's the temperature in Altoona, Pennsylvania? Winter storm warning in effect from 10 a.m. until Thursday, 7 a.m. Currently in Altoona, PA, it is snowing 27 degrees. All right, well, there we go. We we got that part of it. And that part, that, that part works quite well for me. The... The other thing that I, I wanted to be able to do was be able to play my Audible books. So I just would say, open Audible. Audible. Home. Media control. Open left. Home. Store. Search. Big Lies. Play Big Lies in a small town. Southern as a second life. Play Southern as a field title rush. Chapter 6. Selected. Rush pipe chapters. Jump bag 30. Feels like falling by Christy Wood. Feels like touch to bag. Button. Home. Button. What's the temperature in Altoona, Pennsylvania? Here's a bad part of this. Main page selected. Button. Don't have to activate. Back. 
I hit the I hit I hit the back button by mistake because I was trying to go to the trying to go to the bottom of the so I would just say open audible open left map store search good morning continue big lies in a small town by Diane Chamberlain big but I can play big lies a second play big lies in a small town button media control well here now here's an audible book the men I had lunch at all that's because they're men and women were behind the tea party Miss Myrtle said I really think you must have it in any representation of Edenton. Okay, now I'm going to turn that back down. Pulling down a slim volume, she sat next to Anna. Open Bard Mobile. Loading Bard Mobile. Book is fully initialized. Bard Mobile. Now reading. More options. Bookshelf. Get books. Selected. Now reading. Cajun Justice. Chapter 30. Chapter Elapsed 322. Navigation. Progress bar. Sleep. Button. Sleep off. Bookmark. Button. Previous. Button. Current level. Hard jump. Next. Button. Rewind. Button. Play. Button. Stop. That didn't take long. You still travels fast out here in the country? Claude said with a smile. What are you talking about? You see? Claude said as he walked toward the house. Play. Open Stop. Open screen door and went inside. Fast forward. Stop. Button. Still Play. Go. All right, so there we go. There, I can do my Audible books. I can do my Bard books. I can do those types of things. But I also want to be able to scan. Am I still coming through okay? It's pretty quiet. Yeah, you're coming through fine, Bill. Okay. (laughs) Whoa, am I talking to myself? All right. Now, a program I found to be able to scan my mail... I needed something to be able to scan mail. So I can hold down this same button, and it it's the side button, and it's called Bigsby, and I will say, open lookout. Now, is it going to do it? We'll see. Lookout quick read mode. Oh, it did. So it put me. This on. we we could own. Sign in as bells. Stop button. Reasons. Stop button. I'm going to make off. it stop because I'm going to take a piece of mail here. We're probably in a dark room here. I should probably get up and go turn on the light. But I've got a piece of mail here that I'm going to try to make it read, and I'm going to take my camera and put it right above the phone. All right, now we've got a piece of mail there from Flashlight on. And, uh, Google 
Now I'm a, looking at a piece bricks, of one bricks, five F five R one E eighteen forties two O I two hundred ninety four thousand one hundred and five F five R A eighteen forty six flashlight off. I'm looking at a piece of mail that I have no idea what it is. Now I'm going to put this over here. And I'm going to... 94,460 F5R1E Legends 5,146 Ariana Court in Minneapolis in 462. Now I'm doing that in quick read mode. Stop. Stop. Button. Flashlight off. But if I wanted to read this whole thing, and I'm not even sure what it is. Sidonas bills, start, reasons, but food label, beta, selected, quick read, mo- scan document, mode. Scan document, look out, scan document mode. Quick read, mo- food label, beta, explore, beta. Reasons, button, not in let, start, button. So now I've got a this document in front of me. text. It's telling me it cannot detect. Too close. Move device away. Too close. Move away. Low light. Flashlight on. Move device right. Too close. Move device away. Move device left. Too close. Move device away. Try taking a snapshot to scan what's in view. Move device right. Move right. Move device left. Try taking a snapshot to scan what's in view. Two sign as bill sparks bill. Stop. Take snapshot reasons. Take snapshot. Flashlight off. Scan item details. So we'll see. Close details. But share button. Delete item. But Bricks 405 Howard Street, Suite 200 San Francisco, California, 94105 FIRA 1846 22284T763 460 Legend, Bricks 405, delete item, button. Well, double tap to activate. This tells me this piece of mail is for Legend Oldies Radio, basically. And it reads it. I'm in a room I didn't realize the light wasn't on. So it makes it a little harder, but fortunately, it turns it on. The other good thing about this, and I didn't bring one up here with me, but it does a wonderful job on barcodes. And it can read barcodes quite well. Another feature that's on here is I've opened a few apps. I can say, close all apps. Sure, all apps have been closed. So I can close all my apps, and that makes it kind of nice. I'm, I'm trying to rush along here. Um, I also needed to be able to shop for, well, let's, no, let's take a ride first. Um, open lift. Alert. Lift. Okay. I've got lift open. Lift pink, 15% menu, button. Lift pink, 15% off ride supplied. Okay, Double so to activate. I'm a lift pink member, so I can get 15% off on my ride. Menu, button, banner. Hey there, Bill. Double tap, where to? Double tap to set destination and get a ride. So I can click on the where to and type that in. 523 Madison Avenue, 8523 Madison Avenue, Indianapolis. Or I can, there's my doctor's office. I could just tap that. 
Side option screen. Back. Button. Wait and set. Selected. Lift. $8.28. Pick up at 10, 19 a.m. Arrive at 10.30 a.m. Three seats. So uh, then I would just tab over and hit the lift button, and, and on the right I go. And you can do that. So I had to make sure that some of these apps were working the way that I needed them to work so that I could do that. The other thing is Chris and I do this all the time. Open Instacart. There are no cards added yet. Hey, open Instacart. Instacart. Shop. Loaded. Loading. Progress bar. Rate. Loading. Progress bar. Now it's loading? Back. Button your Sam's Club order. Trudy D. Ray Trudy's shopping and delivery for Sam's Club. Not checked. One star. Not checked. Not checked. Three stars out of. Not checked. Four stars. Not checked. Five stars out of five stars. Button. Check. So she did a good job. I'll rate her five stars. Not checked. Not checked. Not checked. Not checked. Write a comment. Write a call. Report an issue. Button. Not checked. Three. Not checked. Not checked. Not checked. Checked. Five stars up. Not checked. Not checked. Not checked. Not checked. Write a comment. Report an issue. Button. Next. Button. Loading. Progress bar. So hopefully that'll go. Items one to two of two. Next. Button. Edge panel handle. Edge panel handle. Next. Button. Loading. Progress bar. I don't like all those surveys and all that nonsense. Back. Button. Thank you for rating. Have a problem with your order? Done. Button. I'm going to slip over to the done button. Showing item one of one. Hi, Bill. 5,100. Navigation menu. Zero. Order delivered. Instacart gift cards. Your stores. Order delivered. Instacart gift. Your stores. Sam's Club. Deliver. Kroger. Deliver. New. Best Buy. Delivery. Last ordered six days ago. Showing items eight to 18 of 34. Say I click on Best Buys because that's my favorite store. Best Buy. Loaded storefront. Showing items one to two of two. Best Buy. Delivered. Best Buy. But today. View pricing policy middle dot more in. Search Best Buy. Scan a barcode to s- delivery to. Current address. F- today. Deliver times. Happy holidays. Del- shop dial now. Buy it again. F- image of Logitech Black K270 wireless keyboard. Row 1. Column 1. In grid. 5 rows. 5 columns. But you, you kind of get the idea here. But my main thing was was just to kind of give you guys a progress report, not to do this feature by feature by feature. But one of the other parts of it, because we're running a little bit out of time here, is if I'm in an edit field, I can hold it down and say um, an address where I wanted to type in in a field if I couldn't spell it, or if I wanted to search for something. Um, That's a real great feature. The great feature of being able to go to the Internet and browse quickly. So these are just some of my observations. I'll be glad to take any questions, and, and this journey is still ongoing. Is it perfect? No. Um... Do I suggest everybody go out and get a a Android phone? No. Did I get the top of the line or a very close one? Yes. Could I have gotten a cheaper one? Yes. And it would work just as well. So are there any questions or was that kind of boring? So how much luck have you had using your Libra link with it? It's It's been a... 
a mixed bag. The Android app, I don't think, is quite as good, only because the sense I had a problem, but I'm going back to this to use for for it. I'm going back to it. Um, some of the Android can be much more detailed. I have much more access into the books and the history and those types of things. And it's just as accurate. Well, it sounds like it works well for you, Bill. So have you given up the iPhone completely, or are you still using that as a backup? I have it as a backup. I will turn off the phone service part of it. And so, but, yes, um, I guess I have pretty much, because it's it's very, very fast and very, very good. I think well, Julie, battery life is a whole Oh, the battery life, that's another issue I was going to talk about, is extremely good. I can do it full-time all day and not have to recharge my battery. Is it Julie that has a question? Yes. So, Julie, would you unmute yourself? Go ahead, Julie. <laughs> You're, we hear you. Yes, thank you. Um, now, is the difference between Bixby and the regular Google thing... The regular Google thing that you can um, ask it or to call somebody or for directions to something, and then the Bixby opens up apps, or what is the difference well, between the two? It's just Samsung's version of Google, basically, is really what the difference is. Because of this, let's say, for example, like I told it to look up, uh, there was something on there, 8520. 8523 South Madison Avenue. If I had looked that up on Bigsby and then tapped on it, it would it would, now it's doing it. It would automatically pull up a map and bring in Google and give me step-by-step directions of how to drive there or walk there or whatever I needed. So, they supposedly work hand-in-hand. Sometimes the voices do get tangled up. But it is it is one and the same thing. A stock Android phone like the Pixels do not use the Samsung voice because that's a part of the Samsung phone. But I liked it because I didn't have to go to my phone and tap a button and say, hey, you know who, do something, you know what I mean, or ask it something. Uh-huh. So I just wanted one button that I could do that. Okay. So, but they're pretty much the same, but they sometimes get tangled up. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, and that's not the original voice on the phone either. Yeah, I, I switched voices because Jenny said she didn't like the first voice, so I switched to a voice called Sharon. But I'd like to be able to go into the store like I can and say, for example, I get in a search field. I don't know how to spell the word avocado, but I can say avocado and it puts it in there automatically. Now, that may not be a big thing to some people. And this is where uh, the Orbit Rider would be would be a great thing because you could type it in. But that 
you know, that just works for me to be able to say it, type it in. I noticed Jackie and both Jennifer, who were very skeptical, are starting to use their dictate button on their iPhone now. And yes, I can do my messages, emails, those types of things. So um, I like the fact that I can close all apps, boom, whenever I want to. I like the fact that um, you can actually play two things at once. Now, that can be a little maddening, but it, it's just something different for me. Maybe I needed a new challenge. Maybe that's why I did it. I don't know. Any other questions? I can just tell you it's a work in progress. We're we're so far we're caught up here, Bill. So far we're 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 good. We're good. Caught up. Maybe this was a boring topic, but it uh, it's just something you can do, Jeff. You could do it quite nicely if. You wanted to, and it usually even scans better. It really does well on barcodes and scanning. Lookout is one of the best programs, and it's free. You can also run the Envision program. I, I found one of my observations is is that you can you can um, a good and a good iPhone app. And, and those are, um, they, they can work very well hand in hand. Let me turn this down now. You have two hands now, Bill. Okay. I got, yeah, Who's I the see first? that, Bill, Pam. Who's the first one? You got Pamela Francis and then Gary Keedler. All right, go ahead, Pam. Unmute yourself. All right, there you go. Um, have you had to pay for any any apps that you would normally have gotten free via the App Store on your iPhone? No, I have not. If it's pay on the iPhone, it's pay on Android usually. But no, I've not had to do that. So that's not been the case so far. I'm not seeing it. Never will be. But so far... The answer is no, Pam. Everything I would normally pay for on the iPhone, I would have to pay for on the Android. Now, can you do with it what you can with Siri? Can you tell it to play the legend? Yes. You just did, you did that just a minute ago. Yeah, I did that. Uh, yes. But you can, yes. I was probably... Yeah, you probably did. Yeah. But that's okay. But yes, you can, Pam. That's one of the things that I insisted on. All right. You can play. It, it sounds like a neat deal. I, I've got to upgrade my phone. and I'm, I'm, Well. As you know, I've, I've, been, I've, I've had my toes in the Android world before. So I'm, I'm not saying that Android is as good or any better than iOS. I am not here to tell you that at all. Because I still have both. I have an iPad, and I still have this old iPhone 10. So, well, I, I think, I think they both have their place. Right. Um, you know, I, I can do those. I can't say the calls are better. Oh, uh, that's the other big thing that that I really needed to tell you guys was the phone calls and the camera are just outstanding. Um, 
I, I've got Ira loaded on here. I called Ira, and I asked him. I said, I'm on an... He said, your camera is outstanding. I can see uh, lots of things, and your phone quality is outstanding. I couldn't always say that about my iPhone 10. Now, that may have been unique to my phone, so... Um, and the one thing I like, the idea I like about his phone is that it doesn't automatically switch to the speaker if you move it a little bit away from your face. Yeah, you have to tap the speaker button. Plus, the the other reason for this, I run a Lions Club, and we're in a meeting, and we use a phone number. They, they're not at a point that they want to use Zoom and I can conference call with this. I can take that speaker and the phone call will come out over the speaker and the whole room can hear everybody in the conference. So, and I can hook microphones and go directly to, it uses a microphone instead of the other thing. So those are just some random opinions. But am I going to give up my iPhone or iPad? No. Not at all. Um, do we have another question? I think Gary Keebler had this hand raised. Okay. So, yeah, like Gary. Yeah, that's. Um, I was interested in the um, scanning or the reading uh, uh, app you were using, the Lookout app. Um, I, it's I, for, use, yeah. I use Voice Dream Reader on my iPhone. And I have limited, I'm not, sometimes I get it really good. And then a lot of times I get a lot of gobbledygook. Usually I get so. even get better than I got today, but I didn't realize that the light wasn't on and there's no light yeah. and it's totally dark and there's no window. There's nothing. But I like it because I went through six cans of stuff last night and stuff that Jackie threw on the counter and said she didn't know what it was and where to put it up. So, to me, that was worth it, just to be able to oh, yeah. sure. to, to do that. Sure. And that, that app is free. You can, you know, it, it does a credible job of showing things around you. You know, that, that's kind of a throwaway. But the most important thing I needed was the ability to, to be able to scan a document or read, um, read some things. And it... It can take some of my stuff that the other... And I, I compared it with the Envision app that I paid for on iOS. And this one will just outscan it 100%. Now, I will say the Envision barcode was pretty good on it. <clears throat> Go ahead, Gary. I'm sorry. The, um, oh, no problem. I One thing I like is I think I you can put all your music and your own stuff in your phone which oh, I'd uh, love to be able to put all 20 something thousand songs I have well uh, the other thing on this phone <laughs> you can take an SD on. card up to a what a gigabyte whatever the, and put the terabyte whatever and put that in your phone as extra storage so that is one advantage you have you can do that also yeah. So, but it's uh, it's, really saying, fasc- it's a fascinating subject. Yeah, you don't I, have to have. I wanted this phone because it had five G, and I wanted it because I could take it and drop it in a bucket of water or whatever. But 
those, you know, if you want a, you know, for a few hundred dollars, you can have a good Android phone. Um, yeah. I paid five ninety nine for this new one. They wanted eight hundred dollars for it at the um, Verizon Perfect. store. So, yeah, and it's unlocked. It's mine. I don't. Yeah, we we bought our iPhones at the Verizon store, and it was a mixed bag, you might say, because the guy he gave me the wrong phone, and I I had to have a friend of ours fix one of our phones because I put the wrong password in for the wrong phone. I thought oh. I was using my phone and it was French. So we had to have our neighbor downstairs who was a Mac aficionado reformat it and do all that. But, you know, it's uh, sometimes Verizon uh, is can be lacking. It also works very well with my laptop. I can sense things with my laptop and my phone and do some things. I'm not saying my experience is typical or, you know, I'm not trying to say that's what people should do. I'm saying for a good experience, an iPhone is wonderful. But if you want to push and do a few things, maybe this might be an option the way that you might want to think about or trying but i see why there are two systems and i see why not everybody can afford 700 to well over a thousand dollars for an iphone they might just need a phone that they can do their email with and do some of these programs so i do just about everything with my phone Right, so it's, it's just a matter. The only thing I can't do is hear my own music, and I, right yeah. now I can't. I got all my computer, but I can't play it or anything. So that so. I can do, or copy back and forth from the computer. So you will be hearing more about this from time to time. I didn't mean to bore anybody, but oh, they, I thought not. You didn't bore me. You didn't bore friend. So I mean that that is it, it's just something. You know. Am I perfect at it? Heck no. So it's just one other tool in the basket. But I had to be able to do the things that I could do, or I I would have just had to put that phone down or take it back. Um, Do I get frustrated? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But I needed to have good GPS directions. It did that. It passed the reading test. And most of all, my radio station test to where I can do it. And some things, Android's a little bit better. You know, especially when you're shopping on um, DoorDash and you've got to check all these boxes on menus. They've got check boxes instead of some of those other buttons and stuff that we use on iOS. So it makes it a little yeah, bit I'm, easier. I'm not happy with the way DoorDash is organized these days. My only problem, but, and I'm going to uh, throw it out to you guys as the panel is, the, and I should have said this earlier, the Verizon uses, you can either use visual or a fingerprint sensor. So I can use my fingerprint. However, that sensor is built into the screen. So I've tried a few dots on there, you know, put uh, right above it, 
so I know the place. So right now I'm having to line my finger up with the with you know the the USB C port and just kind of tap right above it. And sometimes I'll miss. I've got to find something I can fix that would be permitted on my phone or whatever. And nobody seems to have come up with an idea yet as to what I can do there to to always anchor myself with that. So that that is one little bit of a challenge. But yeah, I, that may come with familiarity. You know, right. The more you use the phone, that your hand will learn, you know, where to go automatically. And that, that just comes. The other huge. thing I like That's about. my own theory. Yeah. The other thing I like about the Android, you know how we type on the iPhone, and if you want to type in numbers, you got to slide down and tap the numbers thing. Well, here the keyboard's built right in. So whenever you're above the A, there's your 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 0. So it kind of helps with typing that you don't have to take your hand off or slide it down the screen to tap to, to enable numbers. So I like that feature. Yeah, I would like that. That I mean, that's just... I'm kind of good with the iOS keyboard, but I'm not as fast as I'd like to be. But I oh. learned it when we got our iPhones. I bought I, I bought Utunes just so I could learn how to use the keyboard because I could do radio station searches and, you know, just four letters or whatever. And I was able to get, you know, I do it here and there, and I was able to get up some speed, but I'm not as fast as, say, Chris is. All right. Thank no. All right. Do we have anybody else? We can get ready for Chris and Dave's nope. demo. We're, we're all cut up. Well, like I said, let me see if I ruined all our listeners here. Uh, a little bit. Not too bad. So we'll do their demo. What are you guys going to talk about this week? This is a shower head that we purchased. We had a battery-operated one that we really liked, but we began to have some problems. And when the batteries are dead, it doesn't tell you. And you, if you try to change the dial or the setting, it stops the water. And that can be very inconvenient because you can't get it started again without changing the batteries. So... Anyway, we were, we've had it for several years anyhow, so we saw this one on QVC the other day and decided to give it a try, and we really like it, and it does not have batteries. So some of us need to take a shower, so um, here we go. This is going to be, what, about a 30-minute demo? It's about 32 minutes, I think. Okay, Tim will probably borrow about seven minutes from you, but I don't think there's any... Um, you can go past one o'clock today if you wish to. I don't think anybody else is on, so I think you're okay. Good morning, everyone. Well, today we are going to do something a little bit different. Going to get cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to show you how to get clean, I guess. <laughs> Chris and I made a purchase from QVC for a new shower head. Um, we were having some problems with the one that we had, so we decided to uh, take the plunge and purchase a new one. And I think 
first thing I'll do is have Chris give you a little bit of information about this shower head. This is called Total Spa, which is written all together T-O-T-A-L-S-P-A, Hybrid Rainfall, which is also one word, Combo Shower with Adjustable Arm. We got it for $49. Its current price is $55. Uh, its item number is V as in Victory 36912. Uh, it is from QVC, and you can go to qvc.com and put in Total Spa, which is one word, and pick it out. There's a list of six things, but it's the first one that shows up. You can also call 1-800-345-1212 and order it by the item number, which again is V36912, or you can call 1-800-345-1515. In either case, you can order by item number, but you can also uh, press zero and get a real live person to help you. Um, Each of these shower heads... They can be used together or separately, and they have six settings. Okay, that's a little bit of information about this product. So what I'm going to do today, um, I have an old, uh, our original shower head on this, on this um, installed in our bath, over our bathtub. It's, it's a bathtub uh, and shower um, combination or whatever. And I'll, I will give you the settings for the shower head, the names of them in a bit. I'm going to attempt to uninstall the old shower head and replace it with the new one. So, um, first thing, I've got to get some tools together, and um, I'm going to use an adjustable wrench, or what they call a crescent wrench, and some people call them monkey wrenches, because I didn't have one that's quite big enough to uninstall the old shower head from the spout that comes out uh, over the top of your, you know, up above your bathtub. So I had to use, uh, I'll have to use an adjustable wrench. Now, the spout or up above the up above the bathtub is way up there, and I'm a little bit short, so it makes it a little bit difficult for me to reach. Uh, is where the old shower head is installed, and um, so what I've got to do now, I'm going to walk in here to the bathroom. I have, I should say, uh, tell you first when you take the unit out of the box, you have some, uh, you have some little packages, and they have some gaskets, and things like that in the in the uh, in these little packages. I think there's two of them, three of them, three little packages. And then you have the one a big shower head. That's the seven inch. That's one. the seven inch uh, <clears throat> shower head. <clears throat> and the thing is really super nice and it looks good. Um, and then you have a, a small head. That's the handheld and it's like four inches. Four inches across. And it has, uh, when it's installed, it has a hose on it. That's a six-foot stainless hose. So you uh, you would install that 
if you want to install that. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back here to the bathroom. Um, and, and by the way, that does come with that s six foot hose. It's an eighteen. You get an you get an eighteen inch extension arm and a three way diverter. And aside from what and a bracket. That's what's in the box. Okay. So anyway, I am in the uh, in the bathroom now. And the first thing I have to do is put the recorder in my pocket. <laughs> okay, I got that in my pocket. And the first thing I've got to do is I've I've got to reach up. Um I put one foot in the bathtub and the other foot on the floor so that I can reach this thing. And if I take my hands up and I'll find where the, it's like a spout that comes out of the wall, you know, it's up over your head. So you've, you've got to look for it against the wall. And where it comes out, you, you will find a, um, if, you, if you have a shower head and you want to change it or whatever, there would be a arm or something that screws on to that spout that sticks out, which in this case, I have an arm um, screwed on to that. So, and I'm probably going to use that for the new head uh, because I don't, I don't know if, if maybe later I will install the second one. I don't know. Chris and I haven't decided whether we wanted that or not. Right now I have a caddy in the way. Yeah. So, so anyway, what I have to do is, and like I said, I had to use a, a, a bigger wrench, because, uh, adjustable crescent wrench so or monkey wrench, so that I could... Um, find that at the end of the faucet or the spout that's sticking out uh, there's a big nut on the end of the uh, that where the arm that's on this thing right now is screwed on to that spout so I've got to take that off adjust my wrench so that it will fit and put it on the nut and turn the nut counterclockwise to loosen it up. And of course, I have my water shut off. And you know the, uh, the you know the thing that's on your um, where you turn your water on and off to get a bath or whatever. And you turn that, make sure that's turned off, so you don't get soaked. So you screw that on the nut loose. And you take off the whole arm that has the shower head, the old shower head on it. And um, you can, now I, I don't have to do that, but I'm going to do it for demonstrations pur purposes uh, because I'm going to use the same arm for my installation of the new shower head. So I'm going to screw that off, the nut off, and take the arm with my old shower head on it off. Okay, then I'm going to take the, the new 7-inch shower head, and I'm going to, uh, because it will fit on the arm that I already have on, on this, on this uh, well, I just took it off, but anyway, 
um, <clears throat> I'll take the seven inch shower head and I will, well, the first thing I will do is screw the old shower head off of the arm that I, that I took off. Um, the shower head has like a little plastic uh, nut and you, you um, just take a hold of that and you, you uh, just twist it counterclockwise and screw that off the end of the arm. And then you know what I'll do now. And I, I always torque things a little tighter than I'm, I really should, I guess. So I'm going to get my wrench <laughs> and loosen it up. And I'll loosen it up. And I will screw, I will take a hold of the um, shower head itself. And the other hand on the with one hand and, and the other hand on the arm and I will screw that old shower head off the end of that arm and I'll do that once you get everything loose it's not too bad Easy yeah, it's really not too far too hard, especially if you have it in front of you and you've got and you can see your spout up above and things like that. And if your if your your shower head already has an arm on it, you you'll understand what what I'm talking about. So I have that off, and now I will take the new I'll set that thing that that old head out of the way. Then I'll take the new shower head, the seven inch one, and I will screw that onto the end of the arm where I took the old one off. So, and it goes on the same, exactly the same way that I took the old one off, only you're gonna be turning it clockwise to screw the shower head onto the arm and screw it on until it's good and snug. Don't force tighten it, but screw it on until, well, I forgot one thing. Before you put the, um, the new shower head on the arm, uh, there's probably a rubber gasket that's stuck up into the arm and you might want to pull that out because it comes with a new gasket. So you're going to put that up into the arm and then you're going to take the 7 inch shower head and screw that onto the arm and like I said, snug but don't force tighten it. You want it fairly tight. So we'll do that. Okay, so now that's screwed onto the arm. <coughs> Excuse me. Then the next thing I do is take the shower head and the arm, and I'm going to take the other end of the arm up to where that spout is. It's coming out of the uh, out of the wall, and I'm going to screw that. <clears throat> I'm going to place the arm up onto the the spout that's sticking out of the arm, out of the wall, that is. And then I'm going to take, there is a, a, a nut that's on the end of the arm, and I have to make sure I have it lined up so I don't cross-thread something when I screw it on there. And I'm going to screw on the arm onto that spout by 
by tightening the knot. And I'm going to sort of keep a hand on the arm because I don't want the thing to fall down when I'm trying to screw it on there. And I'm going to screw that on. They say you can actually just hand tighten. Yeah, they say hand tighten. But sometimes when you're taking a shower, your tendency to, oh, well, I might want to tilt that a little bit. So you want to be able to do that, but you don't want it too loose. because yeah, you don't want it coming down. The next person might not like that idea because uh, maybe the thing might fall down, slide down, and he wants it back, or that he or she wants it back up to where it was. So, okay, I'm, I've got this just about done, screwed on, and that's tight. That one you can make pretty tight because that's going to be screwed on to your main spout that's sticking out of the wall. So you want that pretty tight. And I don't mean hang on it or anything with the wrench, but good and tight. Anyway, that helps uh, because the threads that are on this uh, spout that come out of the wall are metal. So, you know, you don't want to don't want to mess them up and like i said when you go to put this on to the to the uh, spout coming out of the wall uh, make sure you have it lined up so that the nut turns that's on the arm turns on easy because if it doesn't you might check it and make sure you don't have it offset or something you want to make sure it's straight so the nut screws on there pretty easy and then tighten that down, which which I've done that now. And now if I come back over, because I have a, the arm on the on the shower head, and it's placed the um, shower head out a little way from the wall, so it doesn't spray on the wall when you when you turn the water on. And if I have it, the shower head, um, you can turn it like from. Uh, it's it's screwed on to the end of the arm, and but I can still turn it a little bit left to right to get what I want is on the front edge, on the one edge, if you take your hands around the outside edge of the shower head, you will find a lever. And the way I did it was I have the, if I was standing in the shower with my back against the, towards the, the wall where the uh, shower head was connected to the spout, the lever will be facing away from me towards the wall on the other end of the tub. Okay, so I want to turn that so that that lever is facing uh, almost straight out. doesn't really matter, but so that it's it's sort of facing the the end wall away from you so that's so you have easier access to it when you're taking a shower basically right because that way you can be standing under the shower head or you can be standing in front of it and still be able to use it and then there is that takes care of the um installation um I guess what I can do now, I should do, I guess I better, is to check it to make sure that it works. And now our bathtub, where you turn the water on you to put the water in the bathtub, um, down below that, you know, where the spout is, you know, where your water goes into the bathtub, that we have a little, looks like a little plunger. 
And what you have to do when you want to use the shower, instead of just putting water into the bathtub, you have to pull up on the, on the plunger and then turn your water on. And that starts the shower head. So I'm gonna test it because I want to make sure that I don't have any leaks and I'll probably get wet. Oh, you're gonna. What? And it looks like I'm gonna let it run just for a minute. So I'm gonna check and make sure I don't have any leaks up here on top where I screwed it on to the spout coming out of the wall. And check the other end of the arm where the shower head is screwed onto the end of the arm. And I see no water leaks. Okay, while you have it on, do you want me to run through the, the side and show them at least what it sounds yeah, like? Can you reach it? Yeah, I can reach it. Now Chris is going to change the settings on that little lever that I was talking about. I'm going to go all the way over here to the one that is the most clockwise. That is called, let me get my paper over here. That is called mist. Bringing it back counterclockwise. That is rainfall mist. It clicks when you yeah. flip that lever. This is just rainfall. This is rainfall massage. This is massage. That is pause. And the purpose of the pause is so that your water stays hot. Maybe you, I don't know why you would want to stop the water, but if you ever wanted to stop the water, you could, and it holds it at the same temperature. There's a little bit of a drip, but it holds it at the same temperature. So I'm going to put it back where it was, which I think was that. Are you done with the water? Yeah, you can turn the water off now. Put the burner down. And I'll turn the water off. So, okay, so we, we have done that. And as I said before, I didn't install the the small head um, because I, I, Chris and I decided we didn't know whether we really wanted to use that or not. Our, our problem is I have a caddy in the way where that... Um, handheld needs to hang and um, our the way we have a surround and it's not got very many places to put things like shampoo and stuff like that so we don't have a lot of like shelf room there's no corner of the bathtub to set something in or anything like that so I put a caddy up there well we can get rid of the caddy, but we have to have somewhere to put our stuff. So that's why we haven't installed the handheld. As I said, I, I'm not going to do this, but I will explain to you how to install the second head. And it, it gets a little more complicated to do that because then you're not using the arm uh, like I did. I used the arm that I already had from the old shower head. Uh, but if if you didn't and you wanted to install both of those at the you know that work at the same time, then what you have is you have that long adjustable arm that come that's in the box and on 
on one end of the arm, there's a, it's called a diverter. And the diverter has three um, connections on it. One, one of those is a threaded, uh, well, it's, it's like a nut. So it's, the threads are on the inside of it. And, and then you have two other connections that have threads on the outside that you screw something else on to it that would have the, the nut type or the inside threads. So what you do is you take the new arm out of the box. And let's assume we uninstalled the, um, the new shower head that we just put on, and we'll assume that we didn't have that on. So what we would do is we would take this new arm, you will, if, if you had an old uh, shower head screwed onto that spout coming out of the wall, you would take that off, unscrew it, and you'll take this new arm, and when you look at one end of the arm where the diverter is, where the three connections are, one of those connections is a, um, is it's like a nut, as I said, and you would take that and you will screw that's on, on the end of that new arm. You'll screw that onto the spout that's coming out of the wall up above your head where you took the other thing off. And then once you have that on, um, you can take a hold of the arm and you can tilt that and it clicks every, you know, has so many positions on it. You can click it so you can adjust it up, down. Uh, you can only adjust it up and down. You can't adjust it side to side. But what you want is where the the nut piece is that you screw onto the spout. You're going to take that arm and you're going to tilt that so that the um, arm itself is going to go uh, down. And at the bottom end of that arm, there's a little holder. That's where the the, the small shower head is going to go. That's where it can rest. That's where it can rest when you're not using it. So after you do that and you have that down, that should go down pretty close. Uh, the bottom of it should just about touch the wall way down below, probably just a little bit above your water faucet. And uh, so once you have that, then you're going to take the... Um, when you have that adjusted like that, you should have on that diverter, one of those connections should be sticking straight out towards you. And that's where you would take the new shower head um, and you would you you would put that on to screw that on to those threads that are sticking out. Screw your, your the new shower head onto that and tighten it down. Make sure you put your gasket on there and um, tighten it up. Don't force tighten it. Snug it um, so that it doesn't move. And <clears throat> then you take the other connection that's on the diverter and the, it came uh, with that long six-foot hose and one end of the hose is um, 
both ends of the hose are, are the nut type um, threads with the threads on the inside. And but the piece from the diverter um, that uh, you you take one end of that hose and you screw that, put the gasket in there, in into the uh, into the side where the um, on the, on the nut, just slip the rubber gasket inside of it and make sure it's in there flush, and then screw the hose onto that. Um, that gasket's going to go into the end of the hose, into the nut end of the hose. So you want to make sure that's in there flush. Then you screw that on to that empty connection that you have on on that diverter. And that takes care of all three connections because you connected it to the wall, you connected it to the shower head and you connected it to one end of that hose that's why you can use them both at the same time or you can use each one separately so then you're going to bring that hose down to where to where the end of that arm is that's hanging down and it has a little plastic holder on the bottom of the arm and what you're going to do is you take that the new little shower head that's about four inches across, and it has a lever on it on the edge that you can adjust the settings on it. And it's the same type of settings that's on the the, the seven inch shower head. So once you do, once you put the gasket in the end of the hose and take the new shower, the new four inch shower head and screw that hose onto that shower head and tighten it down till it's snug not force and force tighten but snug and that should be that will complete your um, connections and then you take that little shower head the little four inch and you turn it so that the opening or the flat side of the shower head where where the water would come out faces the arm and you slide that into that little holder in the in the at the bottom of that arm and that holds your shower head in place okay so when you have that done um, if if you want to use um, just the shower head the big shower head up at the top where where that diverter is that we put on there that we put that was on the other end of that arm that we put on you're gonna flip there's a lever on that very left hand end of that uh diverter and if you flip that up that allows you to use the seven inch shower head if you put it in the middle it's kind of like a pause if you push it, if you flip it towards you, uh, as far as it'll go, that flips it over to the small uh, shower head. So it's, it's basically like a little switch. Um, there are no electric connections or anything like that, so we don't have to worry about that. No batteries? No, no batteries. Our and other shower head had batteries, and we had all kinds of trouble. It was nice, but we had some trouble with it. 
And as I said, the, the little shower head, so if, if you want to use the little shower head, you'd flip that lever on the diverter towards you, or that would be turn it clockwise. Well, it, it's actually on the end, so you're going to push it down until uh, it stops. That switches it to the little shower head and cuts off the... Uh, the the big shower head the main shower head and then you you've got the settings on the little one the same as you had on the on the seven inch that you can adjust you know the different uh, the different uh, amounts of power you want coming out of the shower <laughs> power from the shower and that's uh, pretty much how you do it um, that's uh, that's about it for the installation. I guess I will let Chris give you the information about the product one more time. Again, this is a total spa, which is written as one word, hybrid rainfall combo shower with adjustable arm. The one we bought was from QVC. It is item number V as in victory, 36912. It is... Um, $55, although we, we got it on a price that was a, an introductory price, I think it was. And you can reach QVC by going to qvc.com, or you can call 1-800-345-1212 or 1-800-345-1515. You can either order through automated ordering if you already have a cue card or a credit card of some sort on file, or you can ask to speak to, or you can press zero to speak to a customer service representative who can set you up with an account or take your credit card and place your order for you. Well, as I said, um, the thing really does work. We're really happy with it because a lot of these heads, they don't give you enough settings to do what you may like it to do as far as the amount of water and the, the uh, especially with the with the seven inch head, you know, you can really spread that water out and you know, it's it just nice. We really like the rainfall heads anyway. Yeah, they're really super. Well, that's how it works. We're pleased with it. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure that you get the answers to the questions you need. Or if you have any questions or comments regarding this particular product during this broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 646- Five five eight eight six five six. That's six four six five five eight eight six five six. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter eight four eight seven two five four five zero. That's eight four eight seven two five four five zero. Press pound again as instructed. When you're asked for the user ID, press pound one more time, and you'll be in the meeting room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding this specific product. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another another exciting exciting demo. demo. Audio now unmuted. Well, there we go. We can hear Jennifer exiting out of there. Um, 
Any questions? Very good job, guys. Now I must go take a shower. You didn't get soaked when you were doing that demo, Dave, did you? When you no, actually, actually, he I didn't. kind of thought he might. I but thought he didn't. I might, but I didn't. Had the shower curtain open and none even got on the floor. Hmm. Yeah, I got lucky on that one. Is it hard to do the? Do you have to hold the 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 shower head in your hand to switch the controls, or can you reach up there? No, you can. Well. You should be able to reach them. We can reach them fine. Well, on on the hand on on the shower head, the the, the main one, of course, that's over your head, you know, up above. But it's reachable. It's yeah, very you reachable. can reach it, and uh, it, you can use the lever on that. And on on the, of course, on the handheld, you have the controls right there in your hand. And you can use one or both at the same time. Here's the next thing: there will be a Bluetooth one or a or a one with a remote control. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well. well, what's the name of the company that makes these? Fo- Moen. Moen makes faucets for your kitchen that 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 are that you can talk to and tell it what, what what temperature you want your water to be at and all that other stuff. But you I know, saw that on TV. But It'd be saying, nice saw, for the kitchen. That's one thing your... that's going to break, and then the, then then when it breaks, can you use the faucet if it, if that uh, control doesn't work right? You know, but, I mean, but it would sure save you from getting your kitchen faucets all gunky. That surely is true. That's true. <laughs> That's the truth. If your internet went out, then you wouldn't be able to turn the water on. Yeah. <laughs> or we need something that stops the toothpaste from getting on the from the faucet and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Well, we better do a recipe real quick and get out of here because Tim is ready to go. This is for pineapple upside down muffins. One twenty-ounce can of crushed pineapple with juice. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, crushed. No, pineapple rings with juice reserved. Twenty-four maraschino cherries. One eight-ounce can of crushed pineapple. One half cup packed brown sugar. One eighteen point two five ounce package of white cake mix. One fourth cup of cooking oil, like canola, vegetable oil, three egg whites. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Coat your muffin cups with nonstick cooking spray. Place one pineapple ring in each, in the bottom of each cup, and it's going to come up your sides a little bit, but that's okay. Put one cherry in the center of each pineapple ring. Distribute the half cup of brown sugar evenly over the 24 cups, and that's going to be about a teaspoon per cup. In a medium bowl with electric mixer on medium speed, beat cake mix, oil, egg whites, and the remaining, uh, your reserved pineapple juice until well combined. Stir in the 8-ounce can of crushed pineapple. Divide batter evenly among your 24 cups, which probably means you're going to fill them about two-thirds full. Bake for 20 to 25 minutes or until golden brown. Allow to cool for 15 minutes, then invert muffins onto a baking sheet and allow to finish cooling. But be sure you get them out of that pan while they're still warm. So if you need to, which I probably would, Go ahead and set a timer for 
15 minutes so you don't let them cool completely because if they do, you're probably going to have trouble getting them out. That sounds good, too. I like mm-hmm. pineapple upside down cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very, 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 very good. Well, I suppose we better get ready to wrap this up. Though, I got something wrong yesterday when I ordered my... I thought I was getting... What did I get? Some kind of dish liquid spray like you talk about, that Dawn spray? Yeah, the Dawn spray. Yeah, but I thought I was also getting a bottle of the Dawn regular, but I don't know. You got two bottles of probably refillable bottles. They said it was regular, but I got it from Sam's Club. Are you familiar with that, Chris, where you... I know there is a refill. It's called Dawn Foam, if it's the refill. Audio now unmuted. I don't know. But anyway, I'll have to correct that mistake. But the you would only well, use the spray. You would only use the spray when you... like. The doing, spray is nice if you just want to wash... A dish quick that maybe you need again or I like it when my hands get all messed up or greased up from shortening you can just actually give your hand a spray and it works really well no. I think it's good when it, when, when, because I put most of my dishes in the dishwasher but if I have to watch, wash a roasting pan or something I could use the, the Dawn spray for that you know that's pretty good yeah instead of filling up a whole sink maybe you can do the same thing with regular dish soap but I like the convenience of the spray no oh. Well, Radio Tim, we made you wait long enough, so let me go over and find the magic button. And we'll talk uh, to you all later. Later, and f- yep. next week. Have a good one, guys. See you. Bye bye.